By pressing play, you've been transported to a dimension where there would be no apologies given for the abstract and asinine comments made here by the host and their guests. With that being said, thank you for listening and enjoy your experience. We are Injustice. We are Extended. Are you ready? For episode 55 of the most ridiculously random pop culture podcast in the 719. Yo, where the captions at? That you don't want to be when you grow up. <laughs> I'll be like you. No, I'm black. No. And you don't want that problem. <laughs> hey, what's up, y'all? As always, I'm yours truly, Kels Michelle, aka Stephen Wolfenstein. Drawing with me always is my bro host. You know who it is, Roscoe Tinkoya, aka Iborg. Alright, that works. And joining us. Always, if you're familiar with the show, if not, now you get to know him, now you get to meet him, and hopefully you never get to see him. I'm just joking, you can see him wherever you want. He has an OnlyFans, and it's only feet. <laughs> and his belly. And they're not his feet. He got his belly out on him. Yo. Maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. He's showing him. You want to unlock that shit for like an extra $5 and tip him nicely. And that's going to be Daniel. With a D for Donatello. Some people say I'm the fastest man alive. Speedy Gonzalez. Hey. Runs, <laughs> with, runs with wolves. Word. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you run on all fours? They run. With <laughs> no, no. Are the wolves running upright? With no, them? I just run with them, not like them. Oh. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, kind of like how I run with you guys, but not like you. Word, because we got an extra tendon in that's our knees it. Yeah, and shit. That's the one. Our ankles and yep. shit. Yeah. yeah. Some, some people are made for jumping. <laughs> some people have to learn. <laughs> exactly. All right, so let's get into this. Starting off the podcast is normal with, yo, what's popping? So, what Ross, go ahead and tell the people what has been popping in the world of wrestling over the last week. Oh, a lot has. Uh, it has been announced that Chris Jericho will be on... WWE product as of this week, I want to say Friday, maybe Saturday, maybe Sunday night. Whenever they announce, whenever they're going to debut this uh, Broken Skull podcast from Sto- uh, hosted by Stone Cold. Oh, that is. I did yes. see the advertising yes. on YouTube. Um, and past that, uh, Kota Ibushi is no longer IWGP Heavyweight Champion. They gave it to Will Ospreay, who's also holding... The Rev Pro uh, Championship, it's a British championship belt, which was once held by AJ Styles because they both fought over that belt. AJ won it over him. AJ then tweeted saying, looking like I, uh, it looks like I'm looking in the mirror, congratulating him for winning the IWGP cha- Heavyweight Championship. So Another, this, hold on, so is the Broken Skull podcast, is this different from his regular podcast? No, it's the same podcast, the same but podcast. the thing is, Certain episodes are video and video okay. and right. through WWE. And this is not going to be through WWE. No, this one is through okay. WWE. This is going to be on Peacock the day either right after day one or day two of WrestleMania. Because will, will this be Stone Cold's first interview with a former this WWE one? superstar that's now signed somewhere else? Yes. Yeah. And all this started because of Chris Jericho giving them the big props on interviewing Undertaker last year at WrestleMania. Loki basically they kept on talking. Stone Cold asked him to be on a podcast. He said, Cool. Stone Cold went and asked Vince. Vince said, Alright, that go you got to go ahead. He double checked, sent him the thumb emojis. Tony Khan approved of it. We got this now. So this is the first technically working partnership between AEW and WWE. But yeah, Will Ospreay, technically a Paul Heyman guy right after Brock Lesnar. He's now the main champion in uh, New Japan Wrestling. And past that, also, uh, other big news is uh, Impact will be moving to Thursday this week. So we're getting two episodes this week. So they're back on Thursday again. Yeah, they're moving back on Thursday because next week, 
NXT will be moving to Tuesday. So yeah, it'll be a whole week worth of wrestling that I have to fuck with now. Starting at, well, having to prep up now thanks to WrestleMania weekend this weekend. Yes, next next Monday I'll be having all the WrestleMania results for y'all. Word. But yeah, that's all for wrestling so far. Alright, speaking of another... Versus Matt, some that went down very hard in the streets over this week. Ooh, I ain't talking about Earth, Wind, Fire versus the Izzy Brothers. You talking about the, that all the girls. That had all the aunties and the grandmas with the, the vapors. All the sisters that. out here just getting mad because they, it's either you want the hits or who sing better. Because yeah. everybody knows sister with voices had the voices. Well, they ain't even battle yet. Earth, Wind, and Fire... And oh, Izzy Brothers was the easy. Oh yeah, it got canceled. You no, 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 it got rescheduled. No, no, that's what's, that's the women's jump off. That's what the the, the women's the only uh, the ladies' night special. That still haven't happened. Yet. That still hasn't. But yeah, it was supposed to happen. I want to say last month, but they rescheduled it. That's a possibility, but yeah, that didn't happen yet. Okay, my fault. My fault. Nah, but I'm talking about Godzilla versus King Kong. Ooh. If you like us. For some of us, we saw it in theater. Had to see that shit on the big screen. Mm-hmm. There's definitely going to be a podcast about that. Probably sooner than later, definitely. Because I'm definitely going to go back and rewatch all of the one in this shared monster universe before we talk about that. But if you haven't checked that out, do that shit. And it's the highest grossing um, pandemic movie uh, thus yeah, far. thus far. And for good reasons. And a lot of people have been giving it praise. Just because they just wanted to be in the theaters and it made you feel like how it used to be. Ten million opening week. Yes, eating popcorn, cheering, having a good time. It's being in that darkness, hearing that sound. Because one thing to watch in the crib, but when you hear the, when Godzilla charge up, you're like, mm, 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 mm. you feel it happens for it happens. I'm told if you ain't got a sound bar, it don't be, it don't hit, the sound really don't hit as much unless you have the sound fully up. Right, because I was thinking about getting the sound bar, but then I was like, I need to keep my black ass off of Amazon buying bullshit. <laughs> ooh, baby, but the bullshit, ooh, the bullshit I bought, though. I'm like, these niggas mad in these streets. Y'all be like, this nigga really did that. I'm like, yep. Because when I go, I'm going to die. Fly ass ghost. Oh, oh, shit. This nigga yeah. got new outfits. Nigga, you don't even know what I got, nigga. No, I Nigga, you don't even know. I know nigga. you, you I got something blood, to fully... baby. I bleed drip, nigga. I know you got to slice me, dice me, cause you still gotta get the full Todoroki suit fit right, don't you? <laughs> nah, you I'm, ba- I'm about to um, design these red, white, and blue vans. Ooh, for so the Todoroki shirt? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the main reason I've been rocking that. Cause I need some coordination. Yeah, I know you because you said you ain't got no, you ain't got the shoes yet, and you ain't feel fully made to fit for the Todoroki. Yeah, but I, that's that whole coming, that whole coming. Yeah. But anyway, off of that. Talking about some more killer shit. Mortal Kombat got pushed back to April 23rd. So that's coming out soon. <laughs> I'm definitely going to check that out in the theater. Probably just see that one downtown. Because I don't need a big IMAX for that. I just need a bigger screen. So I'm, I'm definitely going to do that shit. And for the gamers, uh, those that have a next box, MLB The Show uh, will be releasing day one on 420. So, uh, sorry, Sony? Mm. Also, uh... <laughs> This is cr- I need this fucking Powerpuff Girls series to come Yo, out. Because I don't know how they don't explain this shit, but the boy Donald Faison. Tell them. Y'all might know him as Turk. Tell them. From motherfucking Scrubs. Hit him with the or the dope. drummer from the band in um, Can't Hardly Wait. Hit him with the or intro. also being um, Stacey Dad's boyfriend in the Clueless movies. Also Dr. Dr. Hammer. And Dr. Hammer from Kick-Ass. Or Dr. Dr. Gravity? Yes, Gravity. Are we not forgetting also the black dude from the original alumni of the Bellatones from uh, Pitch Perfect? They went to Bellatones. No, no, no. The the Trouble Tones. But the old nigga group. The old nigga. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He was in them too. He's been in a lot of shit. Yeah, he's been out here. He was also in one of my favorite, um, what is this shit? TV Land series, The Exes. Oh, The Exes was a hit. That was a dope little show, but no. But yes, Donnell Faison will be playing Professor Plutonium in the Powerpuff Girls CW reboot series. But does that mean since we're probably not gonna get a black, but uh, black? I mean, we have black Samari. No, everybody's Earth. everybody's cast. Nigga. Oh, okay. we, we talked about it. <laughs> no, then who got cast as uh, what you call it? Buttercup. It was some unknown um, Broadway chick. Oh, okay. Yeah, but she ain't. The only POC we have is Daisy. But at the same time, it's just like. Did he 
scientifically create these girls, or did somehow he infuse little girls with chemical X? And what did he adopt these girls for some reason? Like they all displayed all this shit on this fucking show. I'm like, is Mojo Jojo gonna be a real monkey, or is he gonna be some type of hybrid, or is he gonna be a dude? That turns to a monkey. Or the gangrene gang is going to be green skinned. Like it's so much shit. That I just need to see the first pilot episode. So I can just rest my laurels on it. <laughs> or, go to, or go to bed with ease. Because I don't have to sit here and waste my mind. Thinking about how badly this could be. But at the same time. Knowing, no matter how bad this is. I'm going to sit here and watch every fucking episode. And just be like. What's wrong with me? Where, where, where do I begin? When does it end? Because I know after this, it's going to be a whole nother life of some other bullshit because human beings <laughs> never learn. No. Never learn. And I have a prediction that it's probably his pet monkey just like Mojo Jojo was, but during the fucking chemical explosion, he became a human. I can see that shit happening too. And then when you get mad, you, you go monkey mode. But then it's like, you still Are mad at these little girls because he wasn't showing you no love. It's a tale of time to shoot. Word. And then, one of the best news that I've got this week. The Thundercat movie is actually happening. Oh, boy. And it's live action too, right? It's going to be live action CGI, CGI. but I don't know how much CGI versus live action. I'm just assuming that it'll be Avatar-ish. Hopefully it'll be like That's what I'm motion capture the suits or the, the actual Thundercats. I hope, if anything, the best thing I can say is maybe this might be the first time that the movie Cats might work for that type of scene. No, they, they know they learn. What they should do is just practical effects, <coughs> have them in the suits, but just digitize the, their faces the and make it more feline. Yeah. Because you don't need all cat, it's all human in the face. That's where cats the movies fuck up. They try to be too CGI. They just should put these motherfuckers in suits. We've seen, we seen Beast of X-Men. That is true. Like, we've seen practical effects work. They worked in the 80s, 70s. They still work now, but people are just motherfucking lazy. They lazy. Um, this doesn't have anything to do with me, but I know... <laughs> Some people out there listening are like Star Wars fans, like Joe. So I'm pretty sure that Joe did watch the Bad Batch trailer. Yeah, so uh, I didn't watch the trailer just because I didn't watch the series. So I have no take on it. Like, I heard good things about it. But maybe, uh, but then maybe again, this might be my entryway into the Star Wars animated realm because shit, everything else Disney has been doing with Star Wars has been dope. And yeah, so. From one Disney-related trailer to another one, the low-key official series trailer has been released, and it's definitely not what I thought it was going to be, because now that we know that the Time Bureau is is actually using Loki as an agent, so that brings a whole other dynamic to it, because they need the Loki-ness of him to help them solve these crimes that eventually have to come up, because, you know... All about keeping the timeline intact. And plus, Loki taking the test where they actually showed us how that split her into different divergent timelines, a la to the conversation that the Hulk and the Ancient One had in um, Endgame. So now they're showing us why this is a big deal. And we might also see Loki popping up in various movies outside of his initial run just to be like, oh, this is what would have happened if this continued and XYZ. And also just to. Uh backtrack and piggyback off of the Bad Batch. Disney also just dropped Star Wars Vintage, which is just nothing more but a collection of their 80s TV cartoon shows like the Ewoks, Battle of Endor. It's like five or six of them. If you were a good fan of like probably the first three back when you were a kid every Saturday night, there was always something Star Wars related that had came out within that time period of the 80s. If you'll never watch them, they're a good watch. Especially the Ewoks TV series. Good little two seasons. Give it a look. And before we head out of this trailer talk, they have they have officially dropped the Spiral trailer. new Spiral trailer is so And that movie is about to be the shit. Even without the salt element, 
just seeing uh, Chris Rock in this dramatic role, and just how he commands the screen, and just to see the tone of it. Because they had us thing that initially it was supposed to be like in the 70s or something, but then he bring, pulls out the USB, like, oh no, it's kind of like a little fake out, kind of like with Napoleon Dynamite, because the whole time I'm watching that, but I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, you no, I'm like, what fucking decade does it take place? And then, as you know, he's on the internet t- talking to, to uh, LaFonda. And I'm like, oh, so it's modern day, but they just in some backwoods-ass town. All right, I get it now. But yeah, that trailer's going to be dope. The movie's gonna be dope. I always knew Spiral was going to be a continuation after, just because it said the book of Saw. Well, before that, they did bring up the fact that like, it might have been yeah. a period piece. Yeah, because a few people like theorized that the Sam Jackson was going through the past because... We found out that Chris Rock wrote because for those that don't know, Chris Rock bought the rights to Saw to write this movie and direct and acting in it and got a director for it, which is dope. But a lot of people from the first trailer thought that Sam Jackson was well. We know he's his dad was playing going through the same thing that he was going through. We were gonna get a flashback. We might not be getting that. It might actually just been something that happened in his past that made Sam Jackson's character still continue with the jigsaw chase down, which now leads to his son having to ask help. But I do love the element that it's not just the cops, it's not just one cop, it's the whole precinct that's getting put into this jigsaw as joint, and Chris Rock got to figure out who the fuck in the precinct is helping this nigga. Uh, for, you know, my, 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 it might yeah. not even be anybody cop. in the pre-season. Yeah, it might just be some random. That's the one thing we do do know about um, Jigsaw. He he sees the whole picture. He has all the pieces. And I can't exactly wait to what figure out who the copycats are. And be. the best thing up too about this movie is the boy Twenty One Savage is oh, producing the soundtrack. And this shit's about to slap. I was trying to find that single spiral. I couldn't find it on title, so it might be some Apple exclusive yeah. right now. But I do, but I still gotta YouTube that shit because yeah, might not be fully released soundtrack too. Yeah, because I went on title. Oh, it's, if, it's, if they are telling us he's doing the soundtrack, and he's like, yo, check out the single. It's got to be on title. But it's not. It could be elsewhere, but I haven't checked elsewhere. But speaking of music, YWDCA16 is the playlist for this month of April. And some of the singles you did hear on there is Yeah, Cool by Foxy featuring Little Uzi Vert. Um, Minder um, and, and Press Of dropped a single called Love in Reverse. Fickle Kids dropped a single called Not In The Mood. Iggy Azalea and the boy Tiger. Tiger. The boy Tiger know how to find him a verse. He dropped a song <laughs> called Sip It. And it's, it's kind of sexy. And Olivia Hulk has dropped a new, uh, new single called Love On You. And yeah, so it wasn't like a lot of new, new music that came out. But then Nasty Cherry, my, one of my new favorite um, indie punk um Female groups dropped the album called The Movie. And their albums are pretty short. It's only like six songs, but they're, they're cool. If you like them from listening to us, then you will definitely like out this little um, EP they released. So, yeah, make sure you check that out. Subscribe to the playlist, share the playlist, and as always, give us some suggestions of songs we should check out and listen to. Now, with that being said, we're going to move on to Yo, We Geeking Out. We Geeking. And today, we're going to be geeking out about the Justice League, or should I say, the Snyder Cut of the Justice League. Mm. Oh, all right. What I would say, I'm not. I wasn't. I was part of the team released the Snyder Cut. I just wasn't one of them diehard ones. And like, if they wasn't gonna release it, all right. If they did, thank you. And I can honestly say, thank you. For real, because like I always wanted to see it, because. That's the thing, too. I always wanted to see the director's vision. And I also knew about all the drama that was going on behind the scenes. Even before um, Zack Snyder had to um, leave, leave, depart from the franchise due to like personal reasons, they were already like, back and forth with him and the studios because there always is with the directors. Which you think they would be able to work out because Snyder already did two films by... by um, he already did two films for them. So you think they would have had a better working relationship. But it's Warner Brothers. They never know how to get out of their own way. But um yeah, so he came back, they gave him seventy million because the fans demanded it, quote unquote. And then we got the four hour long Snyder Cut, which should only have been three fucking hours. Cause most of this movie three is three and a half probably talk. Nah. No. Easy three. Easy three. Easy three. You need a half, cause if you gotta have, you might as well make it four. And cause we didn't need the epilogue, first and foremost. 
We didn't need all that slow-mo. That maybe should have been only two slow-mo scenes. When Flash, whenever Flash do some shit slow-mo, and when Cyborg was running and scored a touchdown. I, I other than that... I say the, the, the other slow-mo I did like was when, uh, right before they broke the, when they broke the last barrier. When they showed them, like, as a, like, all of them in... Up. Yeah, there's splash page. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's one. That's yeah, one. Past that, that's a lot of a lot of slow motion. We don't need a slow motion of Aquaman taking his shirt off, standing in front of the water, having the water splash on him, then have him disappear in the water. We didn't need that. That's just easily five minutes. We didn't need all the zoom of facial emotions too all the time. There was like at least eighteen hundred of them. Yeah, a lot of yeah, that was the main thing too. Like he threw in a lot of unnecessary slow motion. I know you love your slow motion, Zach. I know you do. But you need to pick your places, baby. You need now, to pick say, your places. Thank you for making it beautiful as fuck though. Yeah, cause he, he doesn't shoot a bad product. He, shoot he, a he bad really doesn't, because he visually I have no problem with what Snyder does. It's more conceptually and just the story and the pace of the things. And like for example, like with me, Steppenwolf, my biggest thing about him besides being a flat villain, and the first one was like his design, and the second one that was still my major issue was his design because I didn't like the contrast of color. It was like too shine, shimmery, too reflective. It was just off-putting, especially compared to everybody else from the uh, from Apocalypse. They all had like kind of like a a simpler a simpler style, like instead like armor. His shit was just it looked like some janky. Motherfucking um, destroyer armor from Thor. Like, now if it was just all metal, like some, some strife shit, you know what I mean? Just like, just armor is metal, cool, but even the reflective, it was kind of like living and breathing, like, cool, I get it, I know what you're trying to do, but stylistically, that didn't fuck with me visually. Until I watched the black and white version, which I recommend y'all check out, because the, the armor isn't that distracting because it still has, it just shines because it's just reflective. So I was like, all right, this makes that shit a little more easier. And one thing I will say about Stephen Wolf in this one, they did give his character more of a backstory. Backstory, and actually, he felt like the purpose he felt did was more. It felt more like you could tell why he was doing it. But they still didn't tell us why he turned on Dark Side. He said, "We just know he went against the squad, and that's why he got banished, or he couldn't come yeah. back to Apocalypse." Oh, but yo, this is the only time I felt bad for Stephen Wolf. When he told the side, like, yo, man, I got one more about And the side's like, yo, bro, that's cool, but you still owe this motherfucking 50,000 worlds. And Stephen was like, <laughs> it got the anime eyes. I was like, aw, man. Not me. How, and this, this is your first one? Mm. What the, now that made me think, what the fuck he been doing all this other time? Fucking around. Yo, Stephen Wolf need to get 50,000 worlds. Like, he was just looking like. I just realized this too. <laughs> that means he had to, and then from this backstory, he had to get his ass hella whooped that he just now back on one. Asking too, like, what did he do and who did he do it for to make them, like, yo, you can't come back till you do this? Who did he turn his back to? Was he, because it couldn't be, because it couldn't be like he helped the earth. Defeat Darkseid because they didn't show that shit in the flashback. So what world? He lost they, the Earth. Yeah, Darkseid because Steppenwolf wasn't even there. Darkseid lost lost the Earth on his own. So oh, who did Steppenwolf team up with? Like, nah, Darkseid, I can't ride with you on this one. I'm with them. Then just be like, nah, I was wrong. Can I come back? Oh, and once again, true. maybe he would have explained that in another one. But why would you if Steppenwolf is dead already? But that's neither here nor there. What was done was done. Um, that is true. Uh, one thing too. Um, Cyborg. Cyborg definitely got the raw end of the deal. In the Sweden cut. In, in the Josh Sweden cut. And what's crazy is they did shoot all of that shit and he decided not to use it. Now, I'm all, I'm normally the first one like, yo, that's some racist ass shit because Cyborg shit was cut out and um, the Adam shit who was being portrayed by Asian dude was cut out. And I'm not going to sit here and jump on Josh Sweden and be like, ah. You just didn't want to have it, but like, I think that more just coincidental, because nobody really knew the Adam. And yes, Cyborg is popping as a Teen Titan, but still, this is the Justice League. But what I'm not going to say. Ray said though, no, no, I'm sure with Josh. That's the only thing that's like. After and some people are that, just like, ooh. And some people saying Ray is full of shit too. And that's the thing too. The, the, 
there's always di- more. There are different sides to every story. It is, and yeah. like even some of the people you mentioned, Daniel about Buffy was coming out and saying some things. But then you have everybody at Marvel not saying shit. So either they like, man, we don't give a fuck. Or or, or Disney got that NDA. Or he like he was actually cool with them because some people could be cool with you and be. A fucking monster to somebody but I think else. Disney got that NDA though. You but we also once don't. you get once you get you sign Disney, you sign an NDA, not because low key. Lizzie, all the of them still ain't even came out and talked about the craziness that they had to deal with being a part of being a Disney Channel star. Yeah, that's the same thing too. But at the same time, it's like and we know it's a new day and age. Like they didn't make Gina ass sign no NDA. Cause she was out here to your whole truth, whether you agree with it or not. She spoke her truth, and that's one thing I was telling people: you can't suppress anybody. Whether you want to hear them or not, they have the right to say whatever the fuck they want. I think that it was. I think, <laughs> that's what I was saying. but also I want to say she was saying that on Twitter, and then it's just like her personality. No, no, she was saying it, but still, she was saying whatever she wanted to say. Yeah, I. But I just think well. Disney, I think it's just like yo, we just in the end, in the end, you can't talk about point play period. And but I but her just saying what she wanted to say wasn't really saying anything about Disney though compared to if anybody was to say anything about Whedon during the Disney. Well, then she could come out and say how unfair she was being treated this or like that and point out the hypocrisy of other situations where Disney should be smarter from this situation, man. They all need to figure out y'all contracts. Like, yo, you can say what you want, but these are some of these guidelines, and you need to run it through us. Or a publicist, so we could talk about it. And if you do gonna say some wild shit, you gotta be prepared for that fake ass apology, or we just gonna cut you. Cause I know you don't want to apologize, but we need to do this, cause everybody full of shit anyway. We just gotta make this money, and that's like the whole thing about Hollywood too. Cause if you really care, there's been a lot of shit. Them nigga, a lot of just we don't. Yeah, we know who. We, we know who make your Mickey Mouse toys, me. Disney. Yeah. We know who you back. That's all I'm saying. But um, yeah, so. My shit with cyborgs, like I just still wish, that, and there was some things from the um, the we didn't cut. I wish they would have kept in, not a lot, just some. And one of the biggest things is cyborg saying booyah. I would have really enjoyed him saying booyah, cause the way I would have had it done, like when after he scored a touchdown, he was just like booyah. Then you turn to the stand, you say niggas with booyah signs, cause everybody know he's been the stone. Booyah's like his thing. So at the end when they win, he's just sitting there like. Booyah. It was like, oh, it's a callback. He said the thing kind of like an S3 was like, the juggernaut bitch because it came from the internet. Like, <laughs> it's that synergy between the cartoons and everything and giving us all something we can uh, relate to. And now I can't not hear Cyborg say mm-hmm. Booyah. He even say Booyah and Doom Patrol. That is. That's just like, yo. But, uh, we're, but also, speaking of Doom Patrol, I do like the difference between the Doom Patrol Cyborg and the Zack Snyder Cyborg. And the fact, like, you could have two of the similar origin stories, but still impact and both characters in the same way, but also two different things. Yeah, it'd be done differently, because regardless, that is... To me, Cyborg's origin story is one of the best things. Yeah. Black haired daddy issues, didn't realize his dad actually loved him. It took him a long time to realize it. Oh, yeah, and the thing, too, like, that's why Cyborg's one of those unique characters, too, because you don't have to... Because some people just feel like when you have a black character, you have to do the black story, blah, blah, blah. Cyborg could be any fucking color. Because him being black has nothing to do with the father. Like you brought up the father-son relationship. Like, my father doesn't like, uh, doesn't show his love for me. I don't believe he loves me because I have this football game. He don't give a fuck about football. He's a scientist. But even this one, Victor's smart too. And it reminds me of um, Fistagons from Runaways. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm, What's his name? Uh, dang it, is it Tyler? No. no. I forgot what his name is, but yeah. But yeah. You come to find out he was just a jock that was hella smart. Just like Cyborg. His he dad. just pretended not to be smart because he could never be smart enough for his dad. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to be Chase. Chase, yeah, Chase. Chase. Chase was always chasing his daddy's approval. And then his dad was a scientist too, and his dad ain't give a fuck about football. Like, yo, academics. And that's, damn, I'm thinking about that. Him and Cyborg have very similar stories. Only difference is you get to die. And, or get turned to a fucking cyborg. Yeah, with the <laughs> cyborg. Yeah. Yeah, oh, man. Then. But uh, I'm going to be honest. One thing I do like different than the we didn't cut is Flash. Oh, yeah. The way he ran, the way he... Oh, that run is still wonky. Mm-hmm. The run is still wonky, but it's not as bad it. as the we didn't version of the one. But I think the only reason, well, for me, the only reason why it's not as bad because they give a little more depth to his character so you, 
he has his own like Buddha Zen mentality. Yeah. So he's not really like running. He's moving, moving flow. flow. Yeah, feeling one with the universe. Which I personally like a little bit more than the whole him doing the ice skating joint. You know, him talking about skating through speed. Yeah, that was. Yeah, plus we had like, what, 20 seasons of The Flash by now? So we mm-hmm. see a motherfucking Flash run every year. Yeah. Just actually run and see but like the, the physics of it. But one thing that I will give this one way more props than Whedon is his introduction. And we see like he didn't make the suit off rip when we first see him. is. Pants leg fucks up, shoes before he even turns, just at the pure thought of running. Yeah, that showed that how um, powerful he is. I like that. And the impact of his movements. Because, you know, as much as comic book movies aren't scientific, they try to ground themselves in as much reality as possible. That's why when Bruce sees his arm, he's like, oh, or as soon as he's like, oh, yeah, space shuttle, you know. Heat resistant, blah 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 blah, fibers, yada yada. Because Bruce is also a scientist, he probably got mad bats who's made the same shit. Because you know the friction from moving like that does something to the body, and just showing how fast the flash move, how fast the flash moves. Like even when he touched the window, the window like it doesn't even it bubble; it, it liquefies yeah. and then solidifies and shatters. That's how fast he's running. And then when he even stops on the street to get Iris, he, he got the track. He's like, Arr! you see the impact of his movements because that's how fast he's going. But also then there's other physics. Because if he even touched her, she would have blown up and all this other jazz. But it's a speed force. And speaking of which, probably one of my favorite sequences of the movie. Um, when you watch it, like, but then again, that's one of the reasons you might want to do Finish It in Color too, because the speed force looks totally different in black and white. When they do the speed force, and he's sitting there and he had a whole conversation with himself, like, yo, I did it before. I said I went, but now I got to. And he's just talking about how speed works inside of it and how it reconstitutes reality around him. That's just fucking beautiful. And so, I like the fact that the touches he did it before, and if he really wasn't paying attention, you see when he did it before. And then my question is, when it was so, the so, real first time he did it, because I doubt it was right then. I doubt it wasn't right then there, but exactly. that's, for us, that was that. I did it before moment. So it was just like, all right, I like it. So what I saw earlier when that shit came up the water, it was you doing what I thought you were doing, but yet, y'all just didn't come out here and say it. Yeah. <laughs> and then another thing, too, it's like, all right, man. Snyder, Snyder, Snyder. One thing you could have kept out the movie, too. It's fucking Martian Manhunter. Because you disrespected this character and you made it so shoehorned in, like, you put him in to make us be like, yo, I can't wait for this sequel. Only for Warner Bros. Like, no, we're not giving y'all a sequel. You should have gave us more Manhunter. I'll be honest, you, you throw us, in, you throw us a bone one moment, only for it not to really be satisfied until the ass in the movie, which then you just sitting there like, you know, he could have shown up and helped during three parts of this movie at any given moment, but no, he just being. Whatever the fuck he's being. Or you could have just showed us seeing him looking for what he said needs to be found. Yeah, so I don't even say, like, that's one way. That's um, one way to see it. But it's just like, it's just absolutely. You make him look like a lesser character by having him not get involved. True. Because it was not like, because the way he was like, oh, fan service. Like, no, that's not fan service. Because we're going to sit here and question the whole time. Why isn't he doing anything? You're supposed to be a hero. You're supposed to be a champion. Why aren't you doing anything to help these people? You're supposed to be on the Justice League. You're supposed to be a champion. You are the hunter of men. Why aren't you doing that now? You've been in three movies. You've been through this universe the whole time. And first time we see you because you're going to pretend to be fucking Martha Kent, the top of Lois. Who gives a fuck about Lois? To give Lois an inspirational speech. And just to turn into the Martian Manhunter, and just to turn into the black dude, then pop up at the end of the fucking movie to be like, hey, if you if you need me help, just let uh, me know. I want to be part of me. Nigga, you could have been helped. Dark Side is still coming back because the no life questions on Earth. I'm going to help look for it. And if you need any help, I'll be there for y'all. Bro, we need to help a whole 30... Fucking two days ago and shit. Bro, like, where were you at when one woman was doing that wild shit in the 80s? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where were you at to help Bruce and Gotham? Mm-hmm. Bruh. Like, there's so much shit 
You could have been a part you of You could have been a part of Clark's life when he was a child, just helping him. Just helping out like the tornado and shit. I'm like, you throwing us a bone, but we didn't ask for the bone. Like, you threw us a bone, but that bone was so damn and that's, not tasteful and not flavored. And that's crazy, like, having the Martian man in this movie is a knock to the movie because you underutilize him. Like, it's so gross. It's like, hey, guys, uh, we got a black character in this movie. We you, you, you only gonna like it now. We're gonna give you dope-ass yeah. CGI effects of Martian Manhunter using his abilities, but we're not gonna show you Martian Manhunter. Using his abilities in a fight. I'm oh, like, yeah, it was, it was just... I wanted to see him face through some shit. He, he, he didn't do... <laughs> literally, like, he didn't do anything. You even could have had a... You didn't even did something... A prologue with him in the beginning, like... This is why I don't interfere. Or... He could have been like, do what to? He could have just been like, yo... Cause last time I got involved some shit. This, that, the third, blah, blah, blah. You could have gave us his... Uh, you could have gave us the Battle of Mars... With the Martian Manhunter and White Manhunter and him escaping and us realizing like, oh, he ran away, he's in hiding. Oh, he's only doing this, da da da. Just for those little two scenes would have worked better. Or you, you brought up a good point, like the war between the Green Martians and the White Martians. Y'all motherfuckers kept talking about, and there were people from the stars. There was only one Green Lantern. You should have made another one a Martian or two. Then it's probably like... I was expecting the Martian to show up. That to be honest, when they said the fight for the stars yeah. and all that, I was expecting green. That, that would have made more sense if you had a Martian there, and then you could have worked in like Dark we, we made we, we made a vow to never interfere again because this is not our planet. Uh, that's why, I'm like yo, I was in the background, but now I had a vow to I'm, my people not do this. I'm honor bound, but now since fuck that honor, cool. But no, I'm, I'm just so a white woman, and I'm just here in front of Batman saying I want to help out. Added the White Walker. White Martian with dark side, made even more. Just the same way they was. I mean, it was like, yo. I mean, one woman was here during slavery. So was your great ass. But then again, that word burning cross if you don't fuck with fire. So I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's kind of why you just stuck to your own shit. Stuck to it. And uh, <laughs> and another bit, uh, my main, another gripe I had with the movie was the epilogue scene. Like, uh, first off, we know we're not getting a second. It, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. I'm gonna be honest. I'm be. I I can be. I'm be honest. I saw outside of like us outside of that bullshit. Like first three minutes of them like in hiding, y'all could have made that like a minute. Show them coming out and then give us the whole talk down, and then that would have been it. But y'all gave us like that whole first five minutes of. Them doing surveillance before these niggas came out. I just like. Uh, Cause, yeah, because it was all just for Batman and Jared Leto, Joker to be on screen together. And once again, it's it's the writing. Because we all know these people can act, like Jesse Eisenberg. Like, we know he can act, but you're giving these wonky ass less lines to read. And then we know Jared Leto could act, but you give him these Look, doofy ass Joker lines to read. I'm going to be honest. I was hyped for this Jared Little Rich Hate just because I just got done seeing the little things. And I'm like, oh, if he plays like this character in the little things, but as Joker. And he was he more was Joker in that movie than he was in this one. Yes! That's why I was like, yo, man, come on. But I will say, the nervous when he got the card and he, the shape part, and then he's like, oh, you got me. I will say that's, that's the most believable I did get. See, now I'm thinking about that shit, like, they sh- if they were going to do an epilogue, it should have been kind of like the one from the last movie, or a BBS when he's getting attacked by Paradigm, or it should have been a battle, and then something happened to Bruce, and you hear somebody like, you need a hand, and you see a hand reach out, but then Bruce just slap it, and it's just some dead hand, and you just see the- it pans out, and it's a joker, like, <laughs> Yo, if they would have did that, that would have been... Something like that in this If they would have did that and still had the Bruce talking about I'm going to kill you regardless... No, 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 none of, no, none of that. Just that, and you see the Joker laugh, I'm like, you on the same side? Like, just in the move right there? But then them like, who's going to give you a reach around now, Bruce? And Bruce going to say, not you. But nothing, he's like, so you... I'll take each other. Uh-huh. I never thought you were rock when I was gay, even though he was a little boy in booty shorts. But you're not denying the gayness. Which is nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, like, you, you, you need a mouth. 
One of my gripes, but I will say one is I do appreciate the battle with the the Amazonians, but they did do a lot of stuff like the mother the mother box already grabbed. Why y'all? Why you back look? Why to look check to see if this nigga's killing people when you should just kept on dashing? Why'd you take them slow? And I think oh, go ahead. Please. It's just those slow times moments. It's just like you're doing extra silly stuff. Yes, I know it's to prolong the movie, but y'all girl smarter than this. Mm-hmm. And they too, like, where were they trying to get the box to? They on a whole ass island. Oh, That's my question. Like, they didn't have like, yo, we gotta get them to like the teleportion circle, so <coughs> teleport somewhere else, or we gotta get into the special long distance arrow, or we gonna give another like praise um, Zeus, take this arrow to my daughter's speech and magically shoot it across the world. Nah, y'all just <laughs> running on horseback. And oh, Stephen will fuck up all those horses. He slings three horses yo. with one fist one time. I'm like, yo. Mm-hmm. He could. I he, like that. He, ain't he uses a horse of like five other horses. And another thing, too, is like, you made Apocalypse so doofy. Like, he didn't have no real goal. Like, we heard what he wanted, but even when he came to fight uh, Earth the first time, Harry's damn near beating himself. And her and and Superman is way stronger than Ares. And Ares they hit him with the almost the death blow by taking that axe right to his fucking um shoulder blade and shit like that. But then he got jumped by some flaming arrows. Zeus hit him with some lightning and shit. You know, um King Atlan hit him with the with the trident uh-huh. surge and he was getting whooped by them. So I was like, what? Allowed you to um, gain more power from then, from then to now, to make you the monster that you are. That now nobody can really fuck with you. Right. He conquered more worlds and had to fight more stronger niggas to make sure he was, make sure his G was up. Yeah, that's all fun and dandy, but y'all have to explain that so realize, sometime too. Because I'm just sitting watching that shit like, yo, you got your ass whooped. And Darkseid never moves. Funny too. Like, Darkseid didn't go back to Earth. He said Steppenwolf. And I think too, that's like millennia after, and he forgot like the main objective was on Earth. The old that's like Mario, like yo, the princess came to Earth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now I gotta find the princess. Wait, what was the last place I saw her at? <laughs> Damn, yo, Waluigi. Oh, you on Earth? That where she been at? Wait, <laughs> like, that only make those. That shit didn't make no sense, but hey. And I know we've been ragging on this whole time, but no, the movie is legit. It yeah, is yeah. better than a theatrical release, but like we said before, it wouldn't take much. Because the first one is I at the I, best. I, at the best, is I. It's watchable. But at the same time, there's people like there's different stuff for different people. I know people that actually enjoy the first one. Like, I wasn't mad that I watched it. There's some shit I like. Another moment I wish they would have kept was when Aquaman was sitting on the rope. And he started just confessing all that shit. Mm-hmm. I thought that, that was like the legit only real funny moment of that movie. So right. I, that, that was cool. I like that. Like that's fun. But everything else, now nah, you can see, and also watching it, you can see the cuts and the reshoots of what they came in, the Josh yeah. Wien up, and of course the little family shit in Russia, like the little racist shit. Russia, I'm so yeah, I'm so glad they got rid rid of that brunt shit. Yeah. That was crazy. I'm like, nigga, you smart. You know what brunch is. I know you might they, not get it socially, but then they replace not to get it. It's day drinking. Another very cringe thing, which I always be like, all right, cool. And then, too, like, hell, then, too, uh, and, okay, so people still want, like, restore the Snyderverse, but my thing, too, like, I know his end all vision for his Justice League trilogy, and it's all dark and gloomy. That's not the Justice League I want, so it still might be enjoyable. It's still never going to be my personal um, cup of tea. So I'm like, nah, I don't want that. I don't want Superman teaming up with Dark Side. Like you already made him like the most unlikable Superman from a stand standpoint since Man of Steel. So now you're gonna make him Dark Side's lackey because of Lois died, and then just for the third one to, for him basically trying to take over the Earth and all this shit. Like nah, and then everybody dies and shit. Mm-hmm. And you Batman got team up with the Joker. Like mm-hmm. no, I don't. No, I want them fighting bad guys. Legion of Doom. Even fucking Starro get a return. Despero. 
Like White Marshes, there's so many villains you could do and so many good stories you could tell. You can even make Batman the bad guy. Like mm-hmm. when he got the Bruce Wayne protocols for everybody. That war, everybody weakness. That, that war episode, that war movie. Hell yeah, like, yo, or Prometheus. Wasn't Prometheus wasn't Prometheus uh, the one that got the the Batman files? No, yeah. it was Omac. Batman right. created Omac because that was a whole story. Like, you could start that and build Brother up. Brother Eye. Yeah, Mother Eye. You Brother could, Eye. Brother Eye. You could do all that. I'm like, yo, I know you're weakness. You know why? Because Bruce told me that. They look at Bruce like, what you doing? Like, I have to be prepared for just in case Superman went out control. What if Zoom comes and Zoom just basically dark buried? I got to be ready for everything. No, Bruce. They even get to all that shit, but they did. And before we wrap this shit up, I have to go to one of my biggest gripes. That's why I brought up his whole vision because. This is why Josh really needs a co-writer and sometimes a better writing team and a co-director. Because this motherfucker, because in this movie you see Lois Lane open up her drawer. If you're not paying attention, it's whatever. But if you notice, she has a pregnancy test there. And you're like, okay, Superman got a pregnant before he died. All right, whatever, whatever. Not in Josh Whedon's world because Lois Lane, baby daddy. If Josh Whedon, not Josh Whedon, my fault. Zack Snyder, my mm-hmm. fault. If Zack Snyder had his way, it wasn't going to be Clark's baby. It was going to be motherfucking be. Bruce Wayne's baby. Bruce out here and dick. that makes no goddamn sense. Because he, he was like, yeah, they would have just had a night of drunken passion because they both was grieving over the loss of Clark. And blah, blah. First of all, Batman got shared no tips from a nigga. He's about to bang out and kill. He might feel like ass, but he's going to be out there weeping. Yeah. He got Lois drunk on purpose. Mm-hmm. How you gonna pull a tire glue on this shorty nigga? You know what that's like to be taking advantage of Bruce? Got a whole ass baby out here in these streets. And that also brings me back to um, the killing joke. I was like, you could have told that whole story without Bruce fucking Barber. That shit is just wrong on so many levels. I know you wanna make these characters human or maybe knock them off their pedestal, but come on, man. Come on, man. Bruce didn't have to fuck that girl and get her pregnant too. Like I said before, Commissioner Garden, low key on paper, is like your best friend. One of your best friends, Bruce. You fuck his daughter, which is AKA like your niece, and AKA your son's basically Dick Grayson, your son's girl, on again, off again girlfriend. So that's just all types of nasty. Yeah, she's legal. She's probably like 22 in the book where you did this shit. You're probably in your 40s. It's her choice. You ain't forced to do anything. But yes, but also you needed to be the bigger man. And now it explains me to. Now it explains more of why Bruce, or not Bruce, but Dick stopped fucking with Bruce Heavy and really had to get out of Gotham and go to Blood Raven, or Bloodhaven to be his own person. Because, like, you ain't the dude. Like, you ain't the dude, Bruce. How you gonna have this Justice League meetings? And everybody like, yo, what's up with you? Like, I don't know. I can beat me. Nigga, you're the world's greatest tech. If you can't figure out what's going on in your, your war's brain, what, he ain't fucking with you? Mm-hmm. You don't want to sit here and tell him, like, yo, I feel bad. I'm like, damn, what was, what was Catwoman doing? <laughs> you could get Harley or Poison Ivy. You had a... Catwoman was cleaning herself. Like, Bruce, you could fly anywhere, anytime. You could go to, you could get hold from Apocalypse. You could go to a different Earth. But no, you just had to fuck that girl. Yep. You just had to do it. Had to do it, baby. Mm-hmm. And then, Josh Wiener versus I had to fuck Lois, right? Had to do it, baby. I know there's been story arcs in the comic kind of flirty and all that, but it was never when she was already involved. It's in that loose area before he, like, meets. It normally happens when they do the first, like, encounter of mm-hmm. when Clark meets Bruce and Lois there, and, you know, Bruce put his Bruce Wayne game on. Mm-hmm. And Lois like, man, I interviewed everybody. Or they already kind of have, like, a low-key history. Not, like, history, history. It's just, like... Yeah, of course I'm most like I interviewed the richest man in the world. Yeah. Before. Like, yeah. yeah. But then again, they could have had a one night stand, but that's neither tomato tomato. But it's still mm-hmm. like you don't have to do that shit. Uh-huh. That's always fucking um Lois and um Clark. Unless when you get to the one woman Superman dynamic, which is cool. Aiden sometimes one woman and Bruce, which I thought they was gonna go with. I would've been okay with that. Yeah. As long as she's not fucking somebody else's body that got Steve inside of oh it. Oh my god. <laughs> I want to have her fuck bros because they're both adults and she's single, he's single. Fine, y'all want to try to do that shit. And plus, she would be the alpha in that shit too. Like, you could be a strong woman, strong man, but, you know, that's more fanfic. And with that being said, we're going to go ahead and move to the last portion of the show real quick and hit you with some yo, check it out. Check it, yeah. And I'm just going to give you a 
I'm give you um, my recommendation for something you should watch if you're a fan of the Snyder Cut, and that's definitely gonna be CW Superman and Lois. Hmm. It's um, fun. It's um, dope. It's heart driven, and it's not like the most. It's not like most CW shows. Like we don't even see Superman with his shirt off. It's not ab driven. It's not overly sexualized. It's not goofy wackiness just happening for no reason. It's like a solid family drama and low key. It feels a little more small village, small village than Smallville. Then my dumb, my dumb ass was like, "Yo, oh shit, he don't come from a t- small town. Mm-hmm. He comes from a small ville." Then he moves to what? The Metropolis. Like, oh, and even and even in the Superman and Lois, he leaves Metropolis. Uh, he leaves the Metropolis at like maybe 18. like 18, 19. Mm-hmm. Just still not even like. His dad not his like car- get, Literally, his dad thought a year. Not like Tom Willing, like honky high school by scrawny Clark, Clark, Clark body at 18. Yeah, like 18. And ever since then, he was just in Metropolis. Yeah. And I said, like, yo. That's crazy because it's about like his mom like letting him go being his own man. And that's why hard enough as a parent. Damn. But then yeah, she don't have to worry about him physically so getting that shit. But it's like, what if the world ain't ready for him? Mm-hmm. And what if he's not able mm-hmm. to protect himself from that scrutiny? But mm-hmm. as we see, he does. And instead of like Smallville, he had like the red hood or the jacket. Nah, he's just black mask. Black ski mask, mask being a villain. Ski mask on. But yeah, what about you, Ross? What would you recommend for the people today? Just because I am a Snyder fan, I would recommend my favorite Snyder movie. Not many people's favorite Snyder movie, but visually, probably one of the best Snyder movies out there. And that would be Sucker Punch. Yes, I've recommended it before, but hey, can't help but to always recommend something again. Word. All right. And with that being said, this has been another episode of Yo, Yo Where the Captions at. And as always, I want to thank you. I want to thank all the captioners out there that are listening, sharing, and supporting us. We love you guys. We love coming here and doing this for you. You know, help give you a little break from the real world. You know, a nice distraction that you could put on from time to time. Just take your mind out of things when you just need some background noise, you know. Every click helps. And, yep, and make sure you just follow us, you know, on Facebook, Instagram, the YouTube channel under The Escaping Network. Also, I have a YouTube page, Kelso Show. And speaking of Kels for, Kels for Show, that's always who I am because I'm yours truly, Kels for Show. And remember, guys, be one or be nothing. And y'all know how y'all can catch me, Roscoe Tankoya, on all my socials as well as on the Xbox, uh, just bullshitting around. And uh, like always, live life and be misunderstood, y'all.